Welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real Sports Podcast. Talking about analysts today. How are everybody doing? Doing great. Doing great. How are y'all? Feeling good. I'm back, man. I'm back. Feeling good. Feeling great. Feeling much better. I ain't got the troll from the comment section no more. I'm front and center now. So. <laughs> <laughs> man, watch, Ooh, man. watch the trolls in the comment section. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> Well, it's another year older, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm starting to see gray hairs everywhere. You know, <laughs> even though I'm the youngest on this mud, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all old heads for keeping me on. That's all I got to say. You've been hanging around us so long, you're about up there in age just as much as we are. Yeah. Yeah. I, love, I, love, I love y'all OGs, man. Shout out to y'all, man. <laughs> <laughs> OG. <laughs> Oh, right. she get into some real talk this week, not right. troll talk, savage. Charles, <laughs> <laughs> right. this week, man. <laughs> That's me kicking it off, right? Yeah. yeah. So speaking of OGs, which I think this person is an OG, but the greatest of all time, Simone Biles, has been in the news um, this week. Um, as she gets ready for some of her Olympic events, she actually uh, poured herself out of some of the, her events um, due to a mental health break that she said that she needed. Um, so, again, as you know, as um, as players, as you know, some of these high figures, you know, they say they want to take a, a step back. They, they need a mental break. There's always some criticism that comes along with that. Uh, people aren't understanding of that, in my opinion. Some people aren't um you know receiving that um as much as as well as they should so definitely want to get you guys' opinion on you know what she may be going through what she did um earlier this week um maybe we can you know help out some of these other analysts i guess to maybe get where she's coming from with uh potentially you know taking a, a mental health break um so actually let's go in the order of the that we have it on the screen not go last after trevor all right so um so COVID. They just start with COVID. Mental health has become a huge part of everyone's lives, especially since COVID is here. So now you're seeing athletes more, I think uh, Naomi Osaka, but about a month or two ago, had mm-hmm. mental health break from tennis. Now you're seeing how athletes, you know, they go through all this preparation, they go through all of this, you know, it's, it's a mental, it's a mental thing, uh, along with physical preparation. So, <clears throat> She did. I think I heard a story where she she started off. She did the flip and she didn't see the ground or something. She she blacked out something midair or whatever. And like, think about that. Just think about that for a second. Like that's scary. And that's just something like she just knew. Like, hey, I'm not totally here. Whatever's going on is something eating at her. Uh, I think they do. I don't know if they have to necessarily quarantine there. I think something along those lines. They do have strict COVID protocols there. So. I'm tired of these uh these know-it-alls it's calling her selfish. Um, she took out her individual drills, her individual things as well. Like this wasn't no selfish act. This was a let me take care of myself act. So I'm just I'm tired of that whole uh, criticisms. Like mental health is real, and we need. I thought that. As a world, we was coming around to believing that it's couldn't have thought that couldn't have. Obviously, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> obviously it's not the case, and it just it's sad that it got to that point. I'm proud of her for acknowledge, acknowledging it, and even now she's taking it day by day, still thinking 
she like she ain't necessarily give up on her other things until like the day before. She she's still trying to gather herself to get back into these drills, but she finds herself not being able to. Yeah, I understand. So I'm tired of these analysts, but it is what it is. We just have to overcome this. I'm with you, bro. Like mental health is definitely serious. And shout out to these women who uh, when I say these women, Miss Vows and Miss Osaka as well, um, for speaking, you know, up for mental mental health. Like there are a lot of things that, you know, they're going through right now that we don't necessarily see being out there in Tokyo. I'm sure it's not under the best circumstances, right? And of course, we got COVID going on. So um I a part of me, I, I get everything that they're going through, but a part of me also kind of understands. I'm not to the disrespectful point, but I understand the disappointment and not wanting to see your favorite Olympian participate, you know, in, in this Olympics, you know what I'm saying? And to, you know, say that always oh, because of mental mental health, you have those certain um, individuals who understand, you have those certain individuals who don't understand and would like to learn more and shout out to these women for, you know, sharing their mental, you know, health battles throughout this time. And you have those people, Sharky, like you call them, the analysts who damn right just don't understand and don't care. They just have their own their own way of life, their own thing that if it's not their way or, or, or the highway. And we're seeing that with the people that are talking about the the, the, the people that are, are saying, you know, forget this. So and it's all honestly <laughs> the same color people that's talking crap about the people that look like us. that's saying they've had enough with these games, you know. Like I said, of course, I feel the disappointment. I was looking forward to, to, to seeing Simone Biles do her thing and win more gold, but she's won enough. And the fact that people are calling her a quitter, she's won enough. She <laughs> Even if she was a retired, if this was the last time we seen Simone Biles or uh, Osaka, they be Hall of Famers. They be go down as some of the best and some of the most influential women to ever play their respective sports. So. I get it. I get the disappointment, but to call them out and call them cheaters and everything outside their name is just, it's, it's downright whack to me. So that, that's all I got to say on that one. I've, uh, I've been on record of not necessarily being harshly critical of like Kyrie Irving, for example, uh, but critical in the way that like, if you are taking like a mental health break, um, at least communicate like what you like express how you're doing what is your process to get back to where you are um talk us like those who are fans in the media talk us through like what does it feel like to go through what it is you're feeling so uh Simone Biles did just that like she she put like an Instagram story that kind of channeled what was going on with actual video evidence of her having like uh she called it twist twisties I think um where she was like flipping and she fell like on her back and she wasn't landing on her feet. Now that's on like a soft surface. Imagine her on that hard surface where she would actually perform on. She could like, you know, break her, her back, her leg or whatever. Uh, so I, I definitely appreciate that part of the conversation that Simone Biles has had with, uh, with us as fans and the media as well too. Uh, but the, the main thing is, like 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 uh Tuka and Sharky mentioned, mental health is real, man. Like you have to take care of your physical body as well as your mental as well. So that's that's probably more important, not not the same importance, you know, having both. Like I, I had a uh, we had a counselor uh come in for our professional development two weeks ago and she mentioned that we, we get our primary care, but we need to have like a counselor as well too to check on how how we're doing mentally. So um I'm happy. I as long as she's good, 
you know, I'm good. If she's not good, then, you know, sit out, do what you got to do, take a break. I mean, we all got PTO at, at our jobs, man. Like, <laughs> when I was a teacher, bro, like, I literally quit mid-semester because it was too much of a mental toll on me. So, like, who am I to judge somebody for taking a break from, you know, their profession because it's just so much going on with you mentally that you literally cannot do your job. Um, so, yeah, Simone Biles, I mean, I have no doubt that she'll come back better than ever. She's only, like, 23, 24 years old, I think, something like that. So she still got a, a Olympic career, um, but like like to mention, like she's done enough already. Like she is the goat. Like nobody's gonna argue. Is anybody better than Simone Biles at her sport? I'm not arguing that. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody better than her. Uh, so Simone Biles get better, um, get right, and you know we we, we with you. If, if nobody with you, we with you. All right. First thing is I'll say is that mental health is always convenient until it's an inconvenience. Um, to everyone's point, I do commend some mobiles for choosing herself uh, in this whole uh, situation. Um, to Tuke's point about having people that understand, people that don't understand, the people who just don't want to understand, it's not for any of us to understand, period. Like if a person feels the need to take a mental health break, then it's really not up to us to even try to understand what's going on. And even to Savage's point about the whole situation with Kyrie, if he's not comfortable sharing what he's going through mentally, then that's not for us to play on. That's up to him. When he gets to that point where he wants to share what was going on with him, then we'll be a little bit more receptive. And then from that point, we can be understanding. Um, so for all these folks, people to come out these analysts as you say to come out and say what they've said against simone biles it's just their way of being quote-unquote patriotic if you will it's just trying to uh hold the american flag in front of them or drip it over to have it dripped over them like a cape and just talk all this stuff about simone biles man but uh lastly i'll say i'm glad that she's taking everything that she's taking the steps uh glad she's taking it a day at a time and we as a society is going downhill because I've never seen a society be more outraged at a person choosing herself and her mental health than an actual pedophile who was in the same realm for the for the for the matter in the gymnastics realm. So, but again, kudos to Small Bows. You are ready to go. You've done more than enough for this country um, in your profession. And you got plenty of time left. So whenever you're able to come back, we'll be uh, looking forward to seeing you. So get well soon. Yeah, y'all, excuse me. I think my internet is acting a little funky, but I try to I try to go through as best as I can. Um, yeah, so a huge shout out to Simone Biles for, you know, having the at least the mental capacity to, you know, just say during that time, during on a huge stage to say, I can't compete right now because right now mentally I'm not at my best. And what I would like for these other analysts, these people who feel like they have a decent enough platform to talk bad about her, to call her. So I think that was there was some guy on Twitter and I do not know his name and it's not important enough for me to know his name. But that probably had me more upset than anything else. The rest of like that that's happened this week because he called her selfish. Like she has been on the Olympic teams, if I'm not mistaken, since like 2013. The chick, has, she she has over 20, 30 medals alone in that span since since 2013. And for her, for him to call her selfish, 
is absolutely beyond me. Like, I think we've all, we, we all understand the importance of mental health. We all understand the importance of, you know, taking your time when you're mentally aren't there, but it's the people who have these jobs and they can take time off, but it's, you know, those same people who can't accept the likes of, you know, Naomi Osaka, Simone Biles, LeBron James, Steph Curry, whoever the case may be. It's it's those people I have an issue with that can't accept that these people need time just as much as, you know, just as much as we do. If anything, they probably go harder for their job or in their career more than we do, because it's almost just as simple for us to say, OK, cool, I'm taking off on, you know, you know, August 2nd or August 3rd. And then we do that. For these, for these people, for these athletes, it's not that easy. You know, they have to train, you know, multiple times a day, multiple, like throughout the day, throughout the year. And for, you know, for these people to call them selfish or to say, you know, they, you know, they don't have the right to do that is is, is stupid. And I'm, I'm, I'm just at the point where, you know, it's, it's very frustrating and people really have to understand the importance of mental health. Yes, indeed. So, Anybody got any last comments? Okay, so let's move forward to the NBA. First up, before we start, uh, do want to give a shout out to Team USA for blowing out the opponents today. We're supposed to blow out. Uh, we're going to talk about them when they lose. We need to give them the credit when they do what they're supposed to do as well. So shout out to them blowing out. And King Durant for breaking a record. Yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah, 23 points on eight shots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're still team Kane Giannis right now, though. But uh <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, what happened? What's the big breaking news? All right, the breaking news from this week, which sends shockwaves through the entire NBA universe. The Los Angeles Lakers, if you will, executed executed, I say executed, executed a trade with the Washington Wizards to acquire Russell Westbrook in a deal in exchange for Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Montrez Harrell, um, Kyle Kuzma, excuse me, and uh, the 22nd pick in this past week's NBA draft, uh, which Washington then flipped to the Indiana Pacers. So Russ is now a Laker. Um, and then there's uh, rumors, of course, about DeMar DeRozan looking to join the team, but that's another question for another time. Um, so I'm going straight for the juggler. I'm going to start with the Lakers fans first because as much as flack as they give Russell Westbrook, um, I really want to hear this. So um, we're it's what, July 31st, so how long <laughs> – Savage, I'll start with you since it's uh, shaped up this way. How long before you guys are asking for Russell Westbrook to be gone out of LA? And of course, your thoughts on the trade. Um, so Russell Westbrook, he is a player that will never cheat you. Um, no matter how frustrating it is, he's gonna go hard every night. I don't think I don't think there will ever be a game within the 82 plus playoffs that we will see where we look at Russ and say he didn't give me everything that he got. Uh, so that's that's out there. I, as far as the basketball fit of Westbrook with LeBron and AD, I, I don't even know what to expect, <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> because 
um, LeBron play point for his entire well, – not I'll say the entire time he's been there, but the past two years with AD, he played point. Uh, Westbrook um, is a point guard. Um, so I'm assuming that this, is, this means LeBron's going to play off the ball in the post or whatever. I have no clue. AD playing the five. Um, I can't really predict what they're going to do. So I'm going to just focus on Westbrook because Westbrook is somebody who I have criticized for a very long time as somebody who just – who goes hard but is not a winning player. I've said that before. I think, oddly enough, this fit is going to be good because Westbrook is going to be motivated. I think he's going to fall in line with LeBron. LeBron's a very captivating leader. I don't think anybody will question LeBron. And then if you if you do, nine times out of ten, you're getting shipped out of there uh, as soon as possible. Uh, so I think that from, like, a basketball standpoint, like, as far as, like, the energy of the team, defensively it's going to be it's going to be good. Lakers were one of the best defense teams in, in the league last year. Um, I think it's gonna be okay. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of chill on the Lakers right now because I don't I I don't give them any type of attention to the playoffs. I don't really care. Like it's like they they gonna make playoffs, you know, whatever. Uh, but in a seven game series is, is where it's gonna be interesting, depending on who they play. The West isn't that strong in my opinion, so I feel like even with the team as constructed, could still make the finals. Uh, but. At some point, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be frustrated with Russell Westbrook because he's gonna shoot like a 40 foot shot and hit the side of the backboard, and LeBron gonna be looking at him like J.R. Smith. <laughs> so, um, I don't know, man. Like, I don't, we'll see. <laughs> Information probably will change. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm not sure exactly, I'm not, I'm not sure exactly how they all fit. I think between Russ, LeBron, and AD, I think there's sacrifice that needs to be made on all, from all three parts. Um, and so it will be interesting to see if that truly happens. I think if anything, it's it's an upgrade in the sense that, you know, you have a player that can dictate your offense, you know, as LeBron goes into your 18, you know, there's always discussion around AD, you know, how healthy is he? How many games can he give you throughout the season? And so you have somebody like Russell Westbrook, who, if anything, of those three players can give you, you know, if he has, you know, if you ask him to play all 82, he can probably give you all 82. Um, and I think that was, you know, that was a huge reason as to why the Lakers, you know, got the 70, why they were exited out the first round, just because they weren't healthy going into the playoffs and they had a bad seat. So if anything, you know, Russell Westbrook can at least, you know, if LeBron goes out, if AD misses 40, 50 games, then they can at least, he can, you know, with Russell Westbrook, he can at least give you, you know, he's a better option. I will say that more so than Dennis Schroeder. Um, I'm still worried about, you know, exactly the fit because, the only issue that I've had with Russell Westbrook since he's been in the league is his inability to shoot the ball. That is it. I have yet to see, you know, times in which I'm like, damn, okay, he can consistently knock down this mid-range jumper. He can consistently knock down this open three. I, if, you know, if anything changes, you know, maybe this is the year that that changes, but I'm not sure about that. They are in still in need of a shooter desperately. Um, because LeBron isn't that much of a shooter. Russell Westbrook Dancer isn't that much of a shooter. Um, and AD, if, if we're being 100 about it, he didn't shoot the ball away from, from the field last year either. Um, so they, they still need that guy that can knock down three-point shots. That was their issue last year. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, if they can, you know, their players that they're linked to, 
whether that be Rudy Gay, whether that be Buddy Hill, whether it be DeMar DeRozan, you know, who of those players that they can fit. Carmelo and Anthony's up there too. So it'd be interesting to see, you know, how they fill out the rest of the roster with only five people actively on the roster right now. So they have quite a bit of work to do, but I believe in Rob Palenka to, to, to fill out the rest of the roster. It's a matter of if they can get a shooter, how many shooters they can get. But I, I at least like the upgrade in the sense that Russell Westbrook is better than Dennis Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder, Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> I would disagree with that. Yeah, I, 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 I don't agree with that. I mean, it's it's I they, they'll figure it out. Mm. So when, once I once I saw the trade, I, I hated it. I'm oh, shout out to my guy Udaris, who I'm staying with. He's a Lakers fan it's too, uh, too. And I went to him. I was like, bro, like straight up, I think that the Lakers are honestly the favorites to win the championship. You know, this just not me being a KD bias. It's not me, you know, just pure basketball, right? And I say that because, of course, you upgrade from Dennis Schroeder with, with, with Russell Westbrook. But now you get uh, – you did, <laughs> of course, we talk about Russell Westbrook and his inability to shoot. But if you look at the NBA Finals, y'all, what have I always say? The jump shooting teams don't win a championship. Pierce that. you got to get buckets. On a team with Russell, LeBron, and AD, of course they're not shooters, but still, Savage, you say it all the time, who guard AD? Now you replace, now you can actually put AD at the five comfortably. Why? Because Russell don't get his 10 rebounds a game. You pushing the floor, you giving it to LeBron. LeBron's going to – imagine the, hey, I'm going to – Russ, I'm going to get the board. I'm going to pass it to LeBron. LeBron going to lob it up for Russell Westbrook. Get ready to see that most of all next season. Uh, I said the Showtime Lakers is back, but I'm going to wait because I, I do need to see who y'all fill out the roster with. I do need to see what shooters y'all do bring. I do need to see I, – I, I think y'all – Kevin Love will fit perfectly with this team. Um, I think a Buddy Hill would do good with this team. <laughs> I mean, y'all hey, y'all getting players for the minimum. And at this point, Kevin Love have made two bags just sitting on the bench throwing the, the, the ball at people. That's a former <laughs> – <laughs> I mean, they play in college together, so I mean, yeah, they play college ball together. You know, that's his hometown. So I mean, hey, that said they played college ball together like that was three years ago. So I mean, you know, they lost to the U of M, but you know, shout out, shout out to UCLA. But I, I honestly like the respect. I think uh, if you are, if y'all were gonna go out for, to get Lonzo Ball, right? I think that you get in a way a more experienced Lonzo Ball. Russell, you know, what I'm saying he may have lost a step just by this much, but I mean. We saw what he did with the Wizards. You know what I'm saying? 15, 20 games into the season. I'm like, yo, the Wizards may do they they looking to do something. And they went what 18 for 20? Like that's because of Russell. Like I've seen Russell Westbrook defer to Brad Bill. I see him defer to James Hart. So all this is only one basketball. I mean, it's true, but it's what you do with it that, that'll put you in a win or lose situation. So definitely need to see who the Lakers, who the Lakers bring on. But right now, I do put them ahead of the Nets because <laughs> playing Blake Griffin at center is not gonna do it. I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh that's my thing. I think that of course this thing this did make y'all better and shout out to Russ for you know trying to get the ship. Yeah, um I disagree as well with uh Mad Gaming. if Brooklyn can work out, those those are three scorers. And if health permits, they probably are champions right now, right? They worked out while they played together. These three are willing passers. Russ don't need to take 20 shots. He had to take 20 shots in all his situations that he did. LeBron had to do that. AD had to do that. They don't 
we we realized in Brooklyn that this definitely can work. Um, the problem will be they need shooters. DeMar DeRozan, no. No. <laughs> There's absolutely no way you can bring DeMar DeRozan on this team because he doesn't fit the mold of what they need around these three guys. They need the Buddy Hills. They need a Melo. Carmelo. Yeah, I'll take Carmelo. Carmelo. They need whoever is going to spot up at that three-point line and shoot away lunch. You can bring J.R. Smith back if all that care because you know he can shoot and he's going to launch them up. <laughs> Um, Kevin Love, their contract, they, they ain't got as much money left, too, so he got to get it by out. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. they, they, they can't fit another big contract. They can't fit even a minimum, uh, 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 mid, what's they call it called? Mid-level. Yeah, exactly. they, Mid-level section, yeah. It's straight minimums they got to put in around this roster. Hopefully, they kept THT. Uh, well, I think he's a restricted free agent, so hopefully nobody offers him a bag. So uh, he's going to get a bag. <laughs> he's yeah, going to get a bag. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I like to move. I, I've always said I did. I always had this in my mind. I think I ever tweeted it out. But once KD left, um, okay, see, I always thought I was like I would be interested to see LeBron and, and Russ play together. So I finally get to see what I've always been intrigued by for what four or five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This for me, uh, this is of course in the immediate upgrade uh, from Dennis Schroeder, as um, Skyler and Savage has put. Um, it will be interesting to see how things work, but if Brooklyn can make it work, I'm pretty sure the Lakers can make it work. It's not an issue. It's just um, who they're going to fill out the rest of the roster with as far as shooter is concerned. And for those that, that may not be paying attention from the Washington side of things, it's just another way of like, okay, what are you doing as a franchise? Like, yeah, you have all this young talent now. You still have Bradley Beal on the squad who's come out and said that he's not going anywhere. So where are you going as a franchise? So that's pretty much uh, all I have to say on it. It'll be interesting. It'll be fun um, to see this because I'm just going to laugh watching y'all cheer for Russell Westbrook. Have, <laughs> as much as I defend him on this podcast and, and on social media, it's ah, it's, it's, it's going to be great. Karma. 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 That's the only thing we've ever said. He can't speak the damn ball. There's, and I always say there's only one person on planet Earth that can stop Russell Westbrook, and that's Russell Westbrook. Because, like you, I hate it when he shoots threes. Like if he cuts his, if he cuts his tips down, cuts threes off all the way together, he's pretty much unstoppable. He has a shaky mid range, but uh, it's a little more reliable than him shooting the three. I'll say that much. But quiet, quiet has uh, kept the Wizards did have a nice second half of the season too with yeah. With, Westbrook and Bill. Go, go ahead, Scott. Go ahead. And that's what I was going to say. Like, if, if you look if you look at the past couple years and the teams Russell Westbrook has been on, yes, he and whoever his running mate has been, they've struggled out the gate. But if you look at what the Wizards did at the end of season last year, what the Rockets did toward as they were going into playoffs, he balled. And the thing about Russ, Braun, and AD is you know as much as Russ attacks the basket, Braun attacks the basket, AD's attacking the basket when AD's being aggressive. If anything that opens up a bunch of you know a bunch of open threes or a bunch of open shots, and and, and I think we've all seen enough in, uh, enough NBA to where there's a difference between a contested jump shot and an open jump shot. Uh, damn, I can it really doesn't matter who it is if it's an open jump shot, that's damn near money. And I will say that whoever, you know, whoever they fill out the rest of the roster with, 
that's open jumpers that a lot of those players would get because Russ is going to take the basket, you know, with no human regard. Same with Braun, same with AD. They will, for the most part, require double teams. And so, again, whether it's DeRozan, whether it's Carmelo, those are open jump shots. And it's a, it's much different than when there's nobody in your hand, when there is nobody in your face and you're taking an open jump shot versus when somebody's when it's contested. I'll say that. Strong case for all NBA last season (laughs) on this podcast. We made a very strong case for Russ for all NBA last season. Just Mm -hmm. letting you know. All right, let's move on to the draft. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So speaking of the draft, which was a couple days ago, um, shout out to us being real about analysts because on this day, they were at their best. They had an ample amount of time to learn these players' names, and yet they still mispronounced them. I, I think I saw even a misspelling of one, and they had trolling going on with the player comparisons, but that's neither here nor there. My question to y'all, we don't have to go through the full draft. My question to y'all is, uh, first starting off, who are the winners and the losers of the draft? We're going to start off with winners, same order, starting with Savage. Who did you think won this draft? Um, I think the biggest winner for me, and it's this it's kind of like cop out, but I think Kay Cunningham was the biggest winner, man. Um, I, watching his interviews and his energy, like he got it, like he just he just got it. I don't know if he'll be like LeBron or anything, but I think that his excitement to be in Detroit and the fact that he has like a good personality, uh, he just he ready to go to work. They got two young um, other players there that made all rookie first team, and now you add number one pick to that. Um, you got Dwayne Case as a good coach. Uh, that division, I think, is open. Then they got like aside from like I think Milwaukee, you got like Cleveland, um, Indiana, who kind of up and down. And uh, Chicago. Chicago. I mean, that. I mean, you can you can win some games in in the East. You can make the playoffs. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna say Kay Cunningham's a big one. Of course, a fellow Detroit native right here. <laughs> what up, Uncle Mike? Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, real quick before Skyler goes, like I had never seen my wife like so <laughs> excited about anything sports related, unless it's dealing with let's be real. But she literally asked me about Kay Cunningham, like, and she saw just everything that Savage talked about. If my wife is excited, I'm like, yep, this is this is this is a start or something. So yeah, they got an all star. He gonna be the yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like Jalen Hurts, but go on, Scott. Hey, hey, hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got it. Um, sorry, yeah, my Wi-Fi. Yeah, my Wi-Fi is acting up. Um, but I'm actually going to go with the Warriors. I think I like what the Warriors did with their two picks. They had the pick at seven and the pick again at. I'm looking at it. I'll mention 14. Please don't. Yeah, come on. 14. They had to pick the 7 and 14. Um, To pick up Jonathan, uh, to pick up Kaminga, and sorry, to pick up Moses Moody, I think those were, I think those were steals, especially that pick at 14. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to people on this podcast. I'm sorry to Grizzlies people that are listening, but damn, to give Moses Moody at 14 and you just knew that he would have been there at 10 or he would have been taken at 10. <laughs> I, think that, I, think that's, I think that's a steal. I think for, I'm not sure if they actually needed those positions, but if anything, that adds depth to what they already had. Kaminga, I think, is really good. It's going to be really good defensively. 
you know, they're already going to be locked in depending on how Clay looks when he comes back. They still got Draymond. They still got, you know, James Wiseman. And when, I believe when James Wiseman is good and healthy, he can play some pretty good defense. So they have, you know, wing to play. They have, you know, defensively what they need. But then to add another shooter in Moses Moody, which, I mean, we all saw religiously the tape of Moses Moody and him, his ability to, you know, to make, I mean, there was, I saw plenty of tape where he was, you know, open threes, contested threes, pull-up jumpers. He got the whole bag. Um, and I'm sorry, to get him at 14 is a steal. So I'm going to go with the Warriors on that one. Yeah, it hurts to say that. They ain't got to work. I mean, the truth hurts in some cases. It is what it is, brother. Um, <laughs> of course, uh, just answer question just a little bit. Uh, the bench was the Warriors' weakest part, of course. Uh, so to add two, you know, in my opinion, NBA-ready rookies with coming come off the G League, it makes this makes the Warriors that much better and that much more fun to watch. I know they tried to trade out of it, but they said if we can't find no partners, we're gonna trade for, for, for the best available. And they damn sure did that. So salute to them. But speaking of the G League, I think a winner in this one, <laughs> believe it or not, is the Houston Rockets. Um, I think with that second pick, they could have chosen anybody else. Uh, a lot of analysts didn't have Jalen Green going, you know, top two, top three. But in my opinion, he's the he's the best player in the draft. And to get them at number two for your rebuilding, shout out to Shidi, for your rebuilding Rockets, I think that uh, Jalen Green could come in, G League player, he know what the professional game's like now, and do some damage. Um, and if I would have picked a rookie out of the year, honestly, he'd be my pick. Um, so we, he's a baller. Uh, we don't have to call out the stats of nothing, dude, but he hoops. He's a hooper. And like I said, I, I give him rookie out of the year contention um, on that one, depending on how good the Rockets are. Hundred percent agree with you. That man can get a bucket anywhere on the floor God. that he wants to. Been a been a fan since. I mean, you talk about low key. This is for you. You talking about low key like T Mac vibes? T Mac could get the you know he could damn near score wherever he wanted to too. And you know to be in Houston, I think that's a little bit of a chico. But that man can freaking score the ball. I'll say that. Man, he had a ball in his hand, so I'm I'm excited to see it. Are you sure he's a hooper or a basketball player? Let me too strong. Too strong. But what's crazy is the three choices y'all chose are my I had a tie three way tie with Detroit <laughs> go to stay in Houston. <laughs> so Houston gets their James Harden replacement. Um Jalen Green. I think he's gonna be awesome. Thank Kay Cunningham is gonna be great. Um uh, Detroit, like Savage said, took all my points to them having two all uh, Ricky. Two players on our rookie team, you still, and that wasn't even their highest pick last year. And Killian, uh, Killian Hayes, the point guard that came over from I think France, came from overseas. So, hey, Detroit, bright future, and Golden State. I said, hurts, it hurts, it definitely hurts. Name my check us out starting five Monday. Check us out starting five Monday. The name of the episode is called Moody Fan Base. Check us out Monday. Uh, But uh, Golden State, I mean, just like that, Golden State don't really, to me, they could make a trade with somebody, but they are fine just how they are. Bring Clay back in the fold. You got Bell on the bench. Jordan Poole was lighting lighting it up at the end of the season. Then you add these two rookies, James Wiseman. Give them patience is key. Uh, we're trying to say that. We're trying to talk our own selves into that for the Grizzlies. But patience is key. <laughs> Golden State with James Wiseman. They can win the title with the current team constructed. So, Keep everybody roll it out. See where see how Andrew Wiggins fits uh, with Clay Thompson back. Hey, they, they might just be okay. They might not have to make a big time deal. Real, real quick, yeah. Uh, people who hate on the Warriors, uh, let me be clear, real, real quick. 
I only hated the Warriors because KD joined them. Aside from that, I was fine with how they built their team. This this is a drafted team. Mm-hmm. Like they brought these players in and developed them. Clay, Steph, uh, Harrison Barnes when he was here, uh, Draymond. Now you're bringing in more players that's going to fit. They're 19 years old. And y'all going to let these folks do it again. Yeah. I, my, I'm, Grizz, no, Grizz, it's, it's cool. It's cool. What I tell you, Sal, take, take, take two steps forward on the, on the last part? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, uh, but I think it's it's pretty much a, a sweep across the board. It's safe to say that the Detroit Pistons, Houston Rockets, and the Golden State Warriors were the clear winners of this draft. Um, can't believe I'm getting Chris Wallace credit for actually drafting well. Uh, with this, with this, <laughs> he kind of had no choice. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, getting Jalen Green, of course, with the second overall pick, as well as getting Josh Christopher from uh, Arizona State. Uh, Good one. Those, yep, 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 yep. those two alongside with uh, KPJ, who had a strong showing in the G League and a strong showing to the second half of the season for the Rockets. Sky's the limit there for them. They needed Christian talent. They, they needed talent, and they got it with those. Uh, Golden State, as Sharky just mentioned, as two just mentioned, is rebuild and reload. That's pretty much what – what has been the monster for the Warriors since they drafted Steph for, for this matter. And then with the Pistons, they're basically just handing Cade the keys to the city, um, giving them something to be excited about, uh, giving them a star that they can actually sell to the city to pair along with uh, the young talent that they have. And then, of course, with Dwayne Casey being the coach. So uh, it, it's really just open and shut with those three teams. You couldn't go. Cool. All right, so I mean, I guess we are losers for actually giving Chris Wallace his his flowers, right? That's something I don't think I'll be doing today either. But you know what? We it, it's a new year, but, but whatever, bro. Um, who are y'all losers for the draft? So my loser, uh, I don't even know if they drafted anybody. I don't even care. The biggest draft loser, in my opinion, Philadelphia Seven Sixes. One, <laughs> why did y'all want so much for Ben Simmons? And I'm big, I like I'm like the president of the Ben Simmons fan club, right? Why did y'all want two first round, well, four first round picks? James Wiseman, Andrew Wiggins, the the Golden State Warriors mascot. Like, why did y'all want so much for, for Ben Simmons? Um, and two, you like you know you heard rumors about you know part leading up to the draft that oh Ben Simmons is going to be traded, you know draft night, you know whatever, and it didn't happen. And so now players have already been drafted. So now you got to look at next year's draft to see if you're going to get anybody in. And I don't know how the draft looks for next year or whatever, but, like, you stuck with Ben Simmons right now who does not want to be there. Um, and right now it's just like it's a lot of incompetency because you got Doc as a coach. Uh, there are more who has questionable moves as a, as a GM. Uh, well, I think it's Elton Brand as well who's just doing questionable stuff in general. So the Sixers, they in trouble. They got to figure something out. And nobody's going to trade four first-round picks for Ben Simmons. I, I would not do that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know what they're doing with Ben Simmons. Uh, free Ben Simmons. I'm part of that that train now, Trevor. <laughs> so free that man. Let him let him hoop somewhere else. But whoa, this is my, I, my, I'm, my I'm free Joel and B because the Sixers don't deserve him. I'm free both of them. Yeah. <laughs> both of them. Both of them. The Sixers, the Sixers it's a mess. <laughs> I, I again shot in the dirt. They should have had Oklahoma City on the phone trying to get SGA and SGA or Colin Sexton. Something, something. You you have to do something with them. So, but go ahead, Skyler. That's my bad. Can I be real? 
Where we stay at? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Grizzlies and what they did was not recommended at all. It's a thumbs down. You know, the to not even just what they did. Because it's 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 hard to ignore everything that you know they did before the draft and during the draft. It's really hard to not put all that together and say, you know, I'm not sure how Zach Kleiman can just say, yeah, like I killed that. Like, I'm not sure how he can comfortably sleep at night and just say, like, damn, I had a solid week and what I did moving parts around with the roster, you know, to trade JB, to take on Eric Bledsoe, um, to go from 17 to 10, and then to reach and take Zaire Williams. I'm sorry, that's that's just way too much for me. I you you can't not mention the Grizzlies as somebody that you know that wanted like they, in my opinion, lost this trade. I'm not sure, if, like I believe everybody across the board, ex- outside of people who work for the Grizzlies, can say like that was a solid draft. Like that draft, like what they did at ten, what they did at thirty, were complete reaches. And I hope to God that I'm wrong when I say that. I hope that I'm wrong because again, you let you let you let uh, you let book night go right um, to Charlotte right after you. Right, um, you let Moody, five minutes. <laughs> you let you let Moody go to the Golden State Warriors. Like I hope they saw something in Zaire Williams that we didn't see. I'll say that I'm not I'm not knocking the player. I'm just he would have been available at 17. Is all I have to say. He would have been available at 17 and you didn't have to do everything that you did to to move down seven spots to take somebody who, again, I believe was there at 17. I'll leave it at that. Real quick about the Grizzlies. Uh, One thing that and this goes with all the teams in the city, that's the Tigers, football, basketball and even the Grizzlies with basketball with basketball. You have to you have to have your ear to the streets about what the city wants. If the city want Moses Moody, who who's like from Little Rock, down the street in Arkansas, Fayetteville, go get Moses Moody, man. Like like if anything, if Moses Moody goes bad, nobody will blame climate. Nobody will do it because that's what everybody in the city wanted. So to not get him and to get Zaire Williams, who could be a good player, we'll see. I, I'm willing to give him a chance, but Moses Moody was has a seven foot wingspan, can shoot in your hand. And play defense. <laughs> That's what you needed along with, with Ja. You needed some shooters. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'll am i wait on Zaire, but I will be watching some Warriors games, not only for Wiseman, but also for Moses Moody. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm disappointed as, as a Grizz fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to play devil's advocate, if you're watching this, please listen to the Star and Five podcast that releases on Mondays. And you will hear our rebuttal as well, because we don't have to go into it. But trust me, there are people on this file who do who have different opinions like myself, but I think the Grizz did good on that one. Um, if I were to if I were to pick, I'll go with honestly the Orlando Magic. Um, I think the Magic, even though they did pick the best available, which was Jalen Suggs, no no disrespect to him, you put him into a backcourt that's filled with was it Cole Anthony, R.J. Hampton, and my guy hashtag Free Markel folks. So it's like you got four point guards in this thing, and now it's like. Well, what are y'all doing, Magic? You know, they drafted, was it Franz Wagner, who was a great, uh, pretty pretty solid defensive player, pretty good shooter in Michigan. But, I mean, what are you doing with your backcourt? So I think you're going to have a log jam with that. And if you don't, 
get anything for those once the moves are needed to be made for one or two of these point guards, then I think this definitely turns into an L uh, for the Orlando Magic. But what y'all doing out there, uh, Savage, with the Knicks? Oh, that's right, you with the Knicks no more. Never mind, never mind, never mind. My bad, my bad. I forgot you with the Knicks no more. My bad. We got shooters. What you mean? We was top four in percentage from three. We getting better. I'm still coaching. What you mean? I mean, as far as the draft, y'all got some pretty decent players. What was it? Around the 20 picks? You can't do oh, 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 oh. man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true too. I need to know. Well, we got Queen Brown. I said, hold on, I'll come back. You know, no, bro. No, man. You don't deserve my guy, Keon Johnson, bro. No. <laughs> that's true that's true that's true yes i think we need to put a deadline on on like are you gonna coach because we ain't trying to have no person on the bandwagon give me give me, give me two when 2k come out <laughs> you got a month <laughs> sorry who, who you think the loser information always changes with that man bro i swear <laughs> all right i got uh toronto uh Jalen suggs was the obvious pick Jalen suggs and fred maybe together uh, I really was ready to see that and not see five point guards in Orlando. But I don't fault Orlando because he took the best player available. He was right there. So I mean, you, you just figured that out. Um, Scotty Barnes. Now, Jalen Suggs. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't think I, I don't think Scotty Barnes is bad or anything, but he doesn't have the – we like to, we don't, we don't like the word potential, but Jalen Suggs could be good right now and his potential is better down the line than Scotty Barnes. It just – that's just my opinion on it. So – yeah, Toronto is the loser to me for that pick. Uh, for me, and this probably could have been another case of taking best player available. Uh, I'm actually gonna go with the Sacramento Kings as uh, a loser. Uh, they okay, took okay. they they took Davion Mitchell with the ninth pick in the draft. Yet another guard with their backcourt already set already with De'Aaron Fox and Tyrese Halliburton. You've heard just recently Buddy Hill's name and, and trade talks. Could have easily taken uh, Moody, uh, James Bokerite, some somewhat something of that caliber to fill in that role that Buddy Hill had, and now you have a third point guard on the roster who, let's just be honest, is not going to see a whole lot of time, and it's just same story, different chapter for the Kings at this point. But of course, uh, all you guys' choices was was great as well. But yeah, if I had to choose one, it'd be the Sacramento Kings. There we can Sacramento King, Sacramento Queens again. Oof. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. I never forget Shaq saying it. <laughs> uh, so who has the most who has the most point guards? Sacramento or Orlando? Yeah, be Orlando. I think Orlando. That's five point guards. Like, yeah. They got five yeah. point guards. Yeah. <laughs> Orlando. 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 How many times he gonna need to be free? Thank you. Come on, Sergeant. Come on, man. Until he get up there and find his actual word. What you said, Savage? I said he was playing good before he got hurt. He was. He playing great. Yeah, he was playing really good. Yeah. I say free him at this point. Free him. Let him go. Come on. Let him fly. <laughs> fly, baby, fly. <laughs> we gotta watch Major Pain tonight. Right. right. <laughs> Let's go in the field. All right. So the exact comments 
or this quarterback, arguably the best quarterback in the league, some people. Uh, but Aaron Rodgers has been disgruntled with the Green Bay Packers for quite a long time. And it's funny because it seems like history is repeating itself because I feel like I just remember Brett Favre being disgruntled with the Green Bay Packers because of Aaron Rodgers, who sat, what, three years? And now Jordan Love is going into year two, so really it'd be year three when he starts. So it's kind of funny how that happens. Uh, but basically, Aaron Rodgers did come out. He had a press conference where he just literally had no filter and just kept it all the way G and said, you know, I don't have beef with the city or the team, but I have beef with how, you know, his situation was handled. Um, he said he doesn't want to be like a lame duck quarterback. And essentially he is, but he did come out recently, I think like yesterday or something like that, where he said he's, you know, he's all in on, you know, this season. Uh, but knowing what y'all know about Aaron Rodgers, the Green Bay Packers, how do y'all feel about him, him this season and the Packers in general? Like, are they going to go with Jordan Love next year? Is Jordan Love even good? We don't even know because he ain't played since college. Uh, but how do y'all feel about that? Um, I believe Aaron Rodgers is going after this year. I wholeheartedly believe that. I do not believe Jordan Love can play because if they – if Packers GM felt as if he could play, I felt that would have been so much – back and forth with Green Bay or the management of Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. If there was even an inclination of, okay, he can probably play. He just need more reps. Then you probably at some point would have seen something to the likes of that being said or something they would have done to give you that, that belief. I don't believe the man can play to be completely real with you. And I believe Green Bay has, totally burned the, that bridge or that relationship with Aaron Rodgers to the point where that's why they've gotten to the point where I think this is, you know, this is his last season in Green Bay and he's gone. I've always been of the mindset. If you have a player of that caliber, whether that's LeBron James, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, whatever the case may be, if they want somebody, go get them. I'm not sure why it took them as long as it has to get him what they wanted. They finally go win and go get the man Randall Cobb. I'm sorry, Randall Cobb. I mean, if you know if Aaron Rodgers won't Randall Cobb, then go get Randall Cobb. But I'm sorry, the man is over 30 and he's making $10 million a year. But I just don't understand why it took them so long to get him what he wanted. He ran through that list of players that you know that they didn't give a country to or lowballed for a reason. Like, I mean, because he at the end of the day, he wanted those players and to have you know not given those players the money that they wanted or at least not have tried to draft a quarterback and not even mention the words to that man that you're drafting a quarterback like and you moved up to get him like i would feel a certain type of way if i'm Aaron Rodgers too like if you want to like i think somebody i think it was tom brady that said like management for the tampa bay buccaneers like said hey you know we understand you're our quarterback uh but we're going to draft whatever quarterback it was recently that they went to go draft and he was like okay cool bet that's all that needed to be said. Give me the communication that you're going to be doing that. But if I'm if you're constantly not, you know, re-upping my receivers, if you're constantly, you know, firing my offensive coordinator who I have a relationship with, if you're not giving the money to the running backs that I want or that I feel like can be on the team, then what the hell am I doing here? Like you're seeing that I'm making I'm getting you to the playoffs. I need you no know, X, Y, Z player or these um, or these caliber players to get us over the hump. And you're not doing it. I, I would you know, I would have an issue with that. So. That's that's been my whole ordeal with them. They just haven't, you know, communicated with him or asked him, okay, you know, this is your five, this is your six, whatever the case may be. What do you want? 
you know, they haven't, you know, Antonio Brown, I said this uh, last year, Antonio Brown was out there as a free agent for the longest. And you saw what he did with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like um, Julio Jones was out there. He wanted to trade. Go get Julio. If you, I mean, if you, you know, if you tried and then you, then you struck out, then that's understandable. But to not even make the effort to go get those players who are literally sitting there, like, I would feel a certain type of way if I was in Rogers too. I think, I, I think this is his last year in Green Bay. Right, I couldn't agree more with literally everything you just said. Um, you get the hammer right on the head as far as um, the Packers not trusting Jordan Love, right? Like I kind of get those vibes too. And I think that if they did have any kind of sense of knowing how good he was, or, you know, his potential, um, then then we wouldn't be in this situation. But now they're going to be you know, looking at themselves next year when they get nothing back for, for a player who said they literally don't want to be there. I mean, that's just incompetent front office management at its finest. Like, if I got to start an MVP, if I got an MVP player that say I don't want to be here, then let me go get something or some some pieces that can help me for the future because he still is MVP Aaron Rodgers. You don't get him. Like you said, you know, you hit everything on the head. You don't get him no help. You don't get any receivers that's been out here for the longest. Who I, Aaron Rodgers and A.B. would have been crazy last season. Crazy. But he went to Tampa Bay and helped won a ring and got a touchdown in that Super Bowl. So, I mean, it is what it is. So I'm really hoping and happy that this is Aaron Rodgers last year. Um, as far as the I'm going to go draft a, con- a quarterback conversation goes with Aaron Rodgers, I think that that's a different kind of thing with, with Tom Brady. And why I say that is because Tom Brady just went to the Bucs. So you saying, hey, I'm going to draft a quarterback after you is kind of like, okay, cool. It's kind of more there with him. But to have an egotistical maniac that we all have said that Aaron Rodgers is, I don't think he can have that conversation and him not feel away. But like I said, this is incompetent front office management one-on-one, and we're seeing it with the Packers. So next year they're going to regret not getting anything back for MVP Aaron Rodgers. It's crazy. And not only is Aaron Rodgers what Captain doing next year, so is Devontae Adams because they are lowballing him right now. 99. It's 99. And same exact time. Such a shame. Such a shame. But as for the um thing with Aaron Rodgers, he um but they readjusted the contract um where they can board off, I guess, a year earlier. But next year, I guess it's uh written, it's written somewhere where if he decides to demand a trade, they got to acknowledge it next year, no matter what. Um, so He's out. He's about to play his last season. Do I think he's gonna go out, out go all out, and win the Super Bowl? Yeah. I mean, he's like what thirty? He's thirty eight years old. He got no choice. He ain't, he ain't got, he can't just be like, hey, I'm just gonna flop this year. <laughs> like he ain't got much time left <laughs> to keep winning. So yeah, he gonna go all out. But he saw Tom Brady. He saw Tom Brady got to Tampa Bay. He saw Tom Brady get what he wanted when he got to Tampa Bay, and that was obvious with Gronkowski coming out of retirement and they making trade for him, signing AB. Um, he saw that. He saw them win the Super Bowl, and he said, "Hey, that's what I want. That's why I haven't got. Give it to me." So, so long, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams after next season. And Trevor, you back. Yeah, I'm back. Uh, technical difficulties. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, Aaron Rodgers situation. I'll just keep it short and sweet. This is last season in Green Bay. Front office hasn't done right about him, obviously. Um, as much as we give Aaron Rodgers flack for being the way that he is, he's absolutely right in this situation. Front office hasn't done right by him as far as surrounding him with the 
correct talent, whether it's re up receivers or even going to get a receiver, and then having the gall to take a quarterback who hasn't seen the field yet, probably won't see the field. So uh, Green Bay will be right back in the playoffs because I don't see much pushback from the NFC North. The Vikings will be where they are. They have Kirk Cousins. Uh, the Bears are rebuilding as well as the Lions. So they'll be back in the playoffs. They'll probably lose again, and then – That'll just be it for the Packers. With the Packers and the Aaron Rodgers era, that is. So, so with the Packers, um, <laughs> I, I I look at the Packers and I see like an arrogant franchise. Like, yeah, y'all have to understand that y'all have had three of the greatest quarterbacks of all time: Bart Starr, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers. Um, I'm not sure how Bart Starr's time ended, but like Brett Favre was kind of weird. Aaron Rodgers is weird. Ladies and gentlemen, there is no Aaron Rodgers behind Aaron Rodgers right now. <laughs> Jordan Love, I've never seen him play. I have no faith. Like Salah said, I have zero faith in Jordan Love. And so I think what's going to happen is Green Bay is about to become the Boston Celtics of the NFL. Uh, and it may be worse, in my opinion. Boston is a is an arrogant franchise that think that we can do things a certain way and yield results. Boston has won, like, what, one ring? In like 30 years, maybe maybe even a little bit longer than that. Uh, Green Bay, they won their last ring in 2010. Before that, and, and they had Aaron Rodgers in his prime. Before that was 96 with Brett Favre in his prime. Before that was Super Bowl one and two. <laughs> so there has been gaps in between uh, Green Bay winning. And like I said, there is no Aaron Rodgers behind Aaron Rodgers right now. Nobody's going to Green Bay as a free agent. So when Aaron Rodgers – and then you see how they treat star players. So, like Sharky said, Devontae Adams is gone next year. He's about to go somewhere else and get paid. Uh, so you left with Jordan Love and some scraps <laughs> in Green Bay. Meanwhile, down the street, you got Justin Fields, who's in Chicago. He's going to be ready in a couple of years. Minnesota got a nice offense. They'll get a quarterback at some point. And the Lions, I don't know. But Green Bay uh, – They'll get a quarterback at some point. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, Green, Green Bay, it ain't looking too hot. If you're asking me as a player, I'd rather go play for the Vikings. I'd rather go play for the Bears. Not the Lions, but <laughs> one of those two teams. Yeah, yeah, the, the Lions are just as bad. <laughs> <laughs> they're, no, yeah. they're not they're not they're not arrogant. They just badly run. Let's yeah. just let's, let's like that. <laughs> they, they just they're 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 playing <laughs> So yeah, it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough for Green Bay. And I don't I think it's going to be a drought for them for a long time. Once Aaron Rodgers, it's going to be a long drought. And we're going to wonder, like, what the heck happened to Green Bay? This is what happened to Green Bay. They they treat their players wrong. So I think it's going to be a long drought for them. Such a shame. Crazy. Oh, 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 also, real quick, real quick. This might be a troll or not. And, it, and this is contingent upon the success of this team upcoming. I think if I'm the Titans, I'm watching very closely. Oh. Huh. Aaron Rodgers. I'm You're watching right. very closely. Oh, don't don't worry. I, I had to <laughs> <laughs> this season. Don't worry. I, 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 I was like, Ryan Tannehill don't pull some off this yeah. year. You know, yeah. Don't worry. I'm watching very close. You're the same way, man. What <laughs> crazy transition to the end of the month for the Green Bay Packers? Uh, we didn't have them on the list, but you know, might as well. It's our show. We'll add them to the list. <laughs> yeah, they get him for one more year. So in that sense, that is a W because technically they didn't supposed to get him for this season. So guess to somewhat a W, W, but 
in the long term, no, and WSL, um, no matter what happens this year, because in the future, potentially in the future, um, you know, I like the Grizzlies. We thinking they're gonna have a positive future. Maybe this stuff works out, and we have a positive future. Green Bay is going the whole opposite of the way. We know they're going those dive down to the bottom. So Green Bay, we had them early in the month. ESPN, Rita Taylor left and went to NBC. I mean, what two days? That was a point. major flex too. That was a major flex. Like, so right. she got done with the final. She popped up at the Olympics. I was like, good for you. With <laughs> an entire bag, by the way. Yes. Not even just leaving, you know, ESPN got it, but with an entire bag. That yes. is a flex. Lost a great talent. Then I saw a video she did today on uh, YouTube. Um, yeah. yeah, she took some shots at uh, Reggie Nichols and ESPN and stuff. But I'm going to share that video with y'all later. I liked it. I ain't seen that. <laughs> I just randomly saw it this morning. I need to find that you did it on TikTok. I, I, Come on, I, I, Queens. Um, she deserves W. We're going to do the flowers next week. Um, that's a preview of the flowers segment next week. Kendra Perkins. Um DeAndre Aiden, David Robinson, bro. <laughs> Golly, why you had to do Dayton? Why you had to do Dayton like that, bro? He had to do DeAndre Aiden like that. Like he set them man up for failure, and that's exactly what he did. Yeah, he really did. Yeah, really, it could be Kendrick Perkins. Period for his entire uh, uh, comments on the, the last couple of weeks. With, uh, Moses, we the last Moody. couple of weeks. Well, the last Moody. couple of weeks, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Moody, 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 You ever just think that, like, damn, why my TV buffering? Because I'm like, because I'm like watching it, like, why do you keep saying it? I thought my TV was buffering. Now, come on, bro. Do you not read the Bible, Moses? Jaden Rose getting out him about this suit. All right, man. Oh, yeah. that, was, that, was, that was great. Oh, right, man. Um, and also, PJ Washington. Y'all don't know about the Instagram model and Brittany Renner. What happened with Right. I, I don't know that story. I'll let Trevor explain the story. Yeah, what happened with her? It's a basic uh, story. So, Brittany Renner, this IG model, um, fine as a mug. I definitely would give her that. Okay. So, of course, she has been on record and has talked about this, sleeping with numerous athletes, entertainers, people in pop culture or whatever. So, PJ Washington enters the uh, fray. Those two are quote, were quote-unquote dating. She, ha- they, she has a child, basically, and has a child, and she eventually breaks up with him. And then PJ hops on Twitter and tweets, Oh, so you was faking the whole time. So, <laughs> yeah. So, essentially, she played him. So, now she's... That's a W. I'm not paying for her. <laughs> it was a W for her, yeah. <laughs> but now, so now she's, I think, looking at at least 100 k a month in child support. Damn. Off of this whole thing. So, tough. It's tough out here. I ain't saying she a gold digger. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. And she like 33 or 34. She he like 27. Yeah, she's young. She's 22. So, yeah. How old is PJ? 22. See, see, I, that, that is. That is young blood. He, 
he probably saw her and was like, man, I'm in high school. If I go to the NBA, I'm going to pull her. No, here's the thing, though. Oh, it man. was a pitch. No, here, here's the thing. She was scoping him out in Kentucky because there was a picture circulating mm-hmm. with her in a Kentucky <laughs> basketball game yeah. rocking the uh Kentucky sweatshirt. So, bruh, she yeah. is child molester. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what is that? <laughs> Snapchat back in the day. <laughs> good. I think she made she messed with Colin Kaepernick before in the past and stuff. So she wrote a book, didn't it? Did she have a book or something? Yes, yeah. she has talking about all of this. Yeah. Pineapples. <laughs> exactly. Pineapples. Y'all know black people. You should do your research, bro. Y'all know black people don't read. Yeah, I ain't gonna damn research. <laughs> Hey, man. Who's your L? Oh man. Uh, mm, mm. I'm gonna say ESPN, Rachel Nichols, man. Just 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 because ESPN taking a lot of L's recently. They 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 programming has 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 the value of it has deteriorated. I have not watched ESPN in so long, y'all. If it if it ain't like the the, the game, the man. finals, and what leads up to the game, yeah, I am not watching. Really I'm not watching right. Take Sports Center. Whatever else is on, I I just don't. I I, I look yeah. on Twitter and get how, or y'all or y'all tag me in them. I'm not. I'm gonna say it's, it's, yeah, yeah. It yeah feels the only thing I watch on ESPN is games itself. I, now NFL Live is good. Yeah, yeah I like NFL. Live. Yeah, NFL yeah. Live yeah. Good. Outside of that, it, it, it ain't getting watched though. I agree with Savage. It's it's um it's it's just how hard she flexed on them. Like because I mean they they've lost talent before, and I think just because it's ESPN and everything that comes with it, you're gonna always get the next best talent you know ESPN they don't bring on reporters or you know they don't just really develop talent they always get somebody from Fox or ESPN but it's you know it's the way in which she flexed on them that I believe is why they deserve it are we giving Cole uh L of the months can we do Cole <laughs> lowercase L and, and capital L <laughs> Cole yeah, Cole L of the Bus will go to ESPN for the situation with Rachel Nichols and Maria Taylor and Kendrick Perkins for his behavior over the last few weeks as an employee of ESPN. <laughs> um, so, um, of course, the whole David Robinson comparison, Connor Chris Middleton, Batman, not knowing how to say <laughs> Moses Moody, not knowing how to say Moses Moody in the middle of the draft, and then and you know ESPN, they're probably going to have him back to cover the draft, so he's going to have an opportunity to mispronounce even more names. <laughs> I think he was only covering the draft because Jay Will, I think he's still coming back from COVID. I think that was the only reason they put Perk on there. Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay. Yeah, that's, I think that's the only reason. I got to do a code. I got to do a code. ESPN and Kendrick Parker. I guess I'd, I'd be the different one, man. Like, if information don't change and it's right in front of you and you don't believe the information, then you 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 an idiot, man. So <laughs> my L would be the, the PJ Washington, man. I definitely get what y'all mean with ESPN. Uh, they'll definitely find another shout out to Malika Andrews. Like they messed her up. Oh, it's yeah. Right, it's, yeah, that's it's, true. Like, she, she, got killing, she been killing she got, yeah. oh, she, she got it all. So they messed up with her. Like it's a wrap with them. But PJ, like you you saw the writings on the wall, bro. Like you know Commandment number two, man. Commandment number two. Golly, a hundred. Commandment number two. So that I mean, I don't even think he getting paid that much. Like, how much? I don't even know his contract. He's, he's still on this rookie deal. He said, I thought so. He's still on this rookie deal. And I, he was Charlotte, so I don't know. MJ might hook him up. I don't know. 
hundred K in child support a month. It's yeah, that, that's for rules, man. That's ridiculous. thousand dollars. I'm gonna like, make sure Bianca don't ever put me on child support. Yeah, it's cheaper to keep it, man. It's cheaper to keep it. Oh man, let's get married first. At least make it difficult for us to get. Yeah, there you go. Sure. Just a preview to the flower. Giving flowers second. Malika Andrews is gonna be my choice. Uh, just a fact, like she covered the finance, did great. She started off covering Milwaukee, so it was very fitting that she got to cover the finals in Milwaukee. Finals, like it was a very they all came full circle. So I loved everything about that. Shout out to the Black uh, Queens in general, man. Y'all got Maria yeah. Taylor Olympics. That's dope. And so, uh, I thought, dang, about to do the flowers, man. Shout out to uh, my own making. But I'm going to get it, man. We just gone. ESPN 3 is already vote. ESPN. Y'all get them out of here. But they haven't had Ellen Munt yet. So they got to get it. Cool with me. Y'all get ESPN it's up cool out of here. Uh, unfortunately, PJ Washington, unfortunate situation. Fortunate circumstances, <laughs> but he can make it out of it. <laughs> <laughs> he did it to, he did it to himself. <laughs> That's messed up, though, because, like, I, when you sign your first deal after your rookie deal, she's going to be right. That's messed up. But anyway. Excuse <laughs> <laughs> me, good people. Excuse me, good people. Hold this hell. Shout out to me, LJ, man. Game on starting five with us a couple weeks ago. Yeah. All right. Anybody got anything else next week? We'll be starting back with the realists with the NFL Savage. Let's get there. Who are we doing first, y'all? Who are we doing first? Quarterbacks, running backs, receivers. Right, let's get the it up. Let's switch it up a little bit. Let's running backs. Yeah, Alvin first say Alvin Kamara number one. We doing running backs first. I, say, I need to see something. I want to do. I want to do savings and DBs because I saw Miller was catching at ten. And I got all types of issues. You want ten? You want ten? Who had Fitzpatrick no, no. at ten? Man. I thought I saw Fitzpatrick. I thought I saw Minka Fitzpatrick at like ten. I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Talking about no, I I won't smoke. Madden. I won't smoke. Oh, Madden ratings. Oh, if it's Madden ratings, then. I mean, but still, ten is like. Nah, they, I wish you. I wish you. A lot of ten is like. Yeah, at least top two. Madden is a top. Maybe ain't two. <laughs> that is all video game period and gameplay. So I, I ain't paying notice, man. Minga Fitzpatrick is top two, and he ain't two. So, like, come on. Am I hating to say I don't see how Devontae Adams a part of the '99 club? Am I hating or? I mean, I'm biased because he put up like 250 yards in the first half against us, and he got hurt. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. He yeah, had two. He had two I, I can't talk. <laughs> 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 right. But that's coming back next week. Anything else? University uh, of Memphis Tiger basketball news. More is on. Oh yeah. Right. I will say that. Pittsburgh County. It'll be a two for one this week. I'll cover training camp. And then I will cover the first uh, preseason game. Uh, just thoughts and everything. Football is almost football. Football is back, baby. Football. Yes. Speaking of that, Kyle. Football. We had to come yeah. here earlier. Yeah. Yep. But we're, we're going to football. I am doing this week, I'm doing an AFC NFL on IDK. AFC NFL questions that need answers. So AFC mm-hmm. football team, I'm doing QTNAs. For every team in the AFC, if you are a fan of AFC team, Titans, Steelers, long, long Patriots. <laughs> ain't, ain't gonna be long. Ain't, ain't gonna be long. I promise, ain't gonna be long. 
Stop. Stop it. <laughs> Are you yeah, doing it each Monday morning? So you're doing at least one for each team, pretty much? Yeah, it's going to be real quick. Real quick comments. Yeah, I, I figured it would be quick. It's just one for yeah. each team. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So I'm bringing up AFC and NFC. I'm bringing it up. Nice. And nice. Tuesday night, you can catch me live with a guest, Coach Bourne. From, uh, you see him on Twitter. Yeah, uh, okay. Savage Father. Uh, he's mm-hmm. actually a cousin of Steven there. So catch I, this starting up Tuesday night. True, man. That's what's up. We moving out here. Tonight, y'all can find me somewhere downtown on somebody's bargain. <laughs> you know, all the way gone. Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. I'll be somewhere. I don't know. I ain't going to know where I'm at, but it is what it is. <laughs> we'll find you. Hey, y'all find me. All right. Till next time. Peace. Peace.